Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review Morning Briefing for Friday, the 4th of November. I'm Derek Clark, and I'm joined uh, by a full full squad this morning. Firstly, we've got uh, Adam Thornton. How are we getting on, Adam? Not too bad, thank you, Derek. Nice to be happy Friday. Um, yeah, all good here. Yeah, fantastic stuff. And Graham Hanna uh, as well. How are we doing, Graham? Good morning, Derek. Uh, Almost ready to board the Rangers roller coaster once again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you boys, you boys uh, met each other at the uh, at District Bar, was it, last weekend uh, after the Aberdeen game? Uh, frequenting with uh, Mick Beal, a senior pitcher with them, Adam. Um, you must have been like uh, chuffed to bits to see your, your, your idol in and around Ibrox. Just quite happy that you recognised me, to be honest. That was that would have been the most uh, the most unembarrassing thing. But yeah, um, he was in. The, he was in. I think he was in the Loudon before it wasn't. He? And then I. We were in hospitality, yeah. so I bumped into him in there, and then bizarrely, he was in the district getting swamped <laughs> for for a couple of hours after the game. So yeah, it was a bit surreal, but all good. Lovely guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, right, let's talk uh, Rangers, uh, gents. Um, that's why people are tuning in, of course. Uh, match of the weekend, huge game. Uh, three games in the space of six days uh, for Rangers before the break uh, for the World Cup. Um, I want to get you. Your take, first of all, uh, Graham. Um, I spoke to Johnny yesterday, uh, and we're discussing why Giovanni van Bronckhorst really needs to win these three matches. Um, they're must win, really. I feel for uh, to uh, keep him in a job. Pretty much, he's under a bit of pressure at the moment. Would you go along with those <laughs> with those sentiments? Absolutely. There's no margin for error now. Uh, was <clears throat> heading back through to West Lothian. After the game midweek, uh, I was staying with the in-laws uh, last week. And it was just a sense of deflation for me. Uh, Aberdeen last week, you know, a bit of a bounce, a bit of a feel-good factor. You know, almost as expected, that came to a shudder and halt in the week. The team was very depleted. It was a bit flat. The early goal just killed any, any real hope. And, you know, it was a case of talking about the... The goal difference, zero points, and everything else, you know. So the the, the dial changes again somewhat, but no, absolutely. Uh, three games, uh, it has to be nine points. The pressure's on. The pressure's going to stay on. You know, we all know the dynamic uh, that that's in play here uh, overall with Geo uh, and the the outlook. Uh, so no, it's the the team need to get going again. Uh, McDermott Park can be a, a stuffy place to go and play. At times, we haven't, you know, always been sparkling in our, our last visits there in recent seasons. So I'm a bit apprehensive about Sunday, uh, to say the least. Yeah, Adam. Last Saturday, everyone was on on a, a bit of a high. You could say it was arguably one of the, the best performances domestically under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Um, <laughs> however. Tuesday night sort of dampened the spirits once again as the last uh, six matches in the Champions League have, have done. Um, Rangers head into this game at McDermott Park, as Graham says, it's, it's sometimes a tricky place to go. Um, do you feel that, I mean, Van Bronckers generally does get a bounce for, from the team, doesn't he, after these uh, poor European results? How do you see it going on Sunday? Um, I guess it really depends on who we've got uh, available. Um, yeah. I, completely, I completely agree with, with what you're saying. There's no zero margin for error, we really need three 
wins um, from these three games. But I think to, to hark back again, more importantly, it, it very much needs to be style um, as well. We need to get going, which again can be difficult with injuries, uh, etc. But I think the fact that people were so happy with Aberdeen was because of the way we went about it. It wasn't just getting a win by any means necessary. Um, it gave people a wee bit of hope that that's the sort of um, approach that we can take to let's be honest, 90% of, of domestic games. So these three games that we've got coming up, um, I think absolutely we need to go and imprint that style on them. It needs to be more more Aberdeen than less Livingston, I think, for these three, as well as absolutely fundamental being being the three wins. Depending on injuries, etc., we can use that. I think it's a valid excuse, to be honest, in the yeah. Champions League against Ajax. But in these three games coming up, I'm not sure we'll really get away with that uh, when we think about the financial difference that we've got with these three teams coming up so I think injuries are a bit of an issue but I don't think there can be anything there that we can use for these three games Yeah, how big a concern is that, that Graham? I'm thinking defensively it was Rangers won't come up against a team like Ajax, the calibre of their quality again this season um, but defensively I'd be concerned if Ben Davis doesn't come back in for Sunday um, that's nothing against uh, Leon King and James Sands, I just feel that it's a, a, another brand new defensive partnership. And for me, St. Johnson, that is an area of the pitch that they'll uh, clearly target. Yes. In one of my articles on the site last week, Derek, I touched on the word cohesion. Yeah. You know, to an extent, you know, Gio's been, you know, some would say unlucky in that, for example, last week against Aberdeen, there was the the wee change with Sands and Lundstrom in midfield. Uh, Lundstrom was given more of a license to go forward, maybe as more of an eight. Sands looked good in that almost destroyer role. You know, then that's out the window for week, uh, possibly also for Sunday. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we don't know uh, who's available just now. Uh, it's this afternoon uh, with the, the press conference. It's almost a case of of taking responsibility. No one's expecting 10 out of 10 performances, uh, but can the players stand up? Can they win their individual battles? You know, bit of a cliche, but are they going to take things by the scruff uh, and do what they need to do? Uh, get the win, get through it. Uh, you know, it's the questions keep coming. Uh, the challenges aren't stopping at the moment. This is a big test. Uh, psychologically as well, you know, for the likes of Leon King, who's doing very well, playing a wee bit more than he should be just now, uh, you know, and how, how will he react game by game and also going forward, you know, to, to the months ahead. Uh, but the bottom line is the answers need to be found in the dressing room and the buck stops with Gio. Yeah. Are you concerned a wee bit, Adam? I mean, we all know that the worst team in Champions League history tag and what have you after after Tuesday night. Are you concerned about the mentality going into not only Sunday, but Hearts, of course, in midweek and then wrapping up with St Mirren? Um, are you slightly concerned that that might seep into the domestic performances? Uh, not really, no, because I think we've we've shown over this calendar year that for better or worse, depending on what we do in Europe, it really bears little significance to to the league. You think of the highs of uh, the tail end of last year and we were coming home and 
getting getting through league games or dropping stupid points um, after beating Dortmund, etc. So I, I don't really think it will make too much of a, a difference. I, I think, to be honest, that and you can maybe speak about mentality here, I'm sure the players will probably be quite glad of no more Champions League football um, for yeah. for the next six months or, or so, just yeah, so that they can sort of focus. I know, yeah, everyone is, yeah, just so they can focus. So I, I don't think so. Um, we maybe see a little bit of sluggishness just because we're literally down to the bare bones. Um, now and these players are going to have to go again uh, in a few days' time. We don't really have the luxury of being able to rest many people. Um, I think it really hinges on getting Ben Davies fit to partner Leon King. Um, I think the criticism of Leon King has been way over the top, personally. I'm sure um, you guys will agree it's a bit of a cause and effect type thing. Um, Certainly midweek. He needs legs in front of him and he needs fullbacks that are able to, to cover and he was getting exposed time and time again. That's not necessarily something to do with him, although he could do better in, in certain situations, but I think it's just an overall picture thing that we need to be be aware of. So for me, I think priority should be getting Davies in next to Lundstrom, uh, Davies in next to King yeah. and having Sands and Lundstrom in front of them just to create, kind of create that solid base first of all and then go and attack. So um, if we can manage to get that, then I think we should be okay. Yeah. Uh, what about this comment here, uh, Graham, from uh, Gary Gray? Hi, Gary. I'd give Lowry a punt in at least one of these games coming up. At least squad is looking thin and you could provide a bit of bounce to the first team. I've got to say he was a, one of the positives, I think, on Tuesday night. Just seeing him in, in a Rangers jersey again. We've all been crying out for him um, since uh, the, 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 the tail end of last season. To see him this season, of course, he was plagued with injury and then that horrendous challenge when he was coming back uh, in the B-team game. Um, but hopefully, fingers crossed, he's over his uh, injury problems. Um, can he play a part in the next three games? Yes, there, there's no reason why not. Uh, you know, He got a wee bit of a, a lesson uh, in midweek. He tried to find Scott Wright with the pass. Uh, Ajax basically stole the ball, went up the pitch and it was 3-1. Uh, but you know that that's the elite level. You know it'll it'll do him no harm in the long run with, with that type of exposure. Uh, but yes, absolutely, there, there is a place for Alex Lowry uh, over the next three games. He, you know, he provides something different. You know he's the, the same as Leon King. You know he's far from the finished article, uh, but he does have talent uh, and he's capable of, of making an impact now. You know he maybe has that wee bit uh, that that. No one else has in the team just now. Uh, you know, a wee bit of the maverick style about him can can find the pass. Uh, so whilst I don't know, I can't see him starting. Uh, certainly not on Sunday, uh, but I would like to see him get game time on the pitch uh, because at first on Wednesday, uh, Scott Wright, you know, appeared to be you know post ten position. Uh, so I was. Kind of thinking, you know, where's where's Lowry? Uh, but he, he did come on. Uh, great accolade for the, for the lad getting some Champions League exposure uh, at this stage of his career. Uh, but yes, we want to see him. Uh, he's a talent. He's our player. Uh, get him in the team uh, when possible and, and let him learn. Yeah, would you go along with that, Adam? I think uh, one thing that's been levelled at Rangers this season is that uh, where is it the creativity really and 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 I think he could be uh, a player that that could provide that little bit of spark for Rangers especially mm. in that that final third at the moment yeah definitely as long as it's 
as long as we're sort of settling down into a structure, if it's Sands, yeah. Sands and Lundstrom sitting deep and then it's maybe Tillman ahead of them, Lowry coming in for one of those games or coming off the bench, etc. as Graham said, just as that kind of direct replacement. Um, if we're looking at throwing in Tillman or Lowry at St. Johnson or St. Mirren off the wing or something, I'm not I'm not sure I'm no. really up for, for that at this stage. I think it needs to be in that number 10 and they are the only two number 10s that we have at the minute. Um, yeah. So I would certainly be up for um, him getting some game time off the bench in a couple of those games and maybe even starting one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I totally agree. Uh, Kevin Kerr gets in touch. Uh, hi, Kevin. He says, my wee lassie Kendall say hi, guys. Only 10 months old uh, and loves watching the show in silence. Uh, hi, Kendall. Getting them in young, Kevin. We love that uh, uh, and glad to have your company on a Friday morning. Um, wanted to get your point. Um, we'll, we'll touch on our, our possible lineups on Sunday. Now, the press conference takes place this afternoon, folks. Um, all the fallout from that will be on the website and our social media channels and we'll have a, a clearer picture of who is available and who isn't. The injury list seems to be growing week on week. Um, but Graham, in terms of um, some positions I wanted to talk about, that right wing position that's been problematic for Rangers for years now, uh, it's Fashion Sakala's jersey for the uh, foreseeable future for me. Would you go along with that? It has to. Uh, we know what we get with, with fashion uh, most of the time, uh, although he is unpredictable. Uh, but he has that willingness. Uh, he has that burst of pace, uh, and you know a bit of the old Ted McMen, the Tin Man qualities about him. Mm. Defenders don't quite know uh, what he's he's going to do next, uh, but he provides and uh, that, uh, which is what we need. Uh, we saw it in, in glimpses. Uh, in midweek, uh, we certainly saw it last Saturday against Aberdeen. Uh, you know, so as Adam's saying there, we we need to you know almost find a, an element of continuity. Uh, it's the you know just to get over the line over this next week. At this stage, I don't think we should be chopping and changing uh, or overthinking it. Uh, last Saturday, you know, was was good. It, it set the template uh, to an extent. Uh, but Sakala has done more than enough uh, over the last two games uh, to retain his shirt uh, for Sunday. Uh, maybe the the late burst from for, for the panel day midweek. Maybe Gio will think differently. Uh, but no, for me, it has to be Sakala again, wide right. Yeah, um, this point, Adam, it's, it's one that I, I can't really disagree with. Uh, Ross Nielsen says we've never really replaced Daniel Candace for all he had his faults. Rangers haven't really replaced him down that right-hand side, have they? And, and would you go along with the, the, the line that, that Sakala deserves a shot, just based on the fact that I don't think Rangers have any other uh, options there? Scott Wright's had uh, more than uh, enough chances to show what he can do. Uh, I don't think he's grabbed the bull by the horns. Uh, who else have you got out there? Rabbi Matondo, I think. Uh, this jury's certainly out on him as well. For me, Fashion Sakala at this moment in time is the only player that can... Uh, uh, they can play there. Yeah, uh, no, I would agree. Um, I think since Gio came in this time last year, um, we've really struggled to to find um, any move back to wingers. We've really struggled to find that that winger in Sakala. For me, I think one of the earlier comments: you're never sure what he's going to get, but energy can can be a big thing. And and pressing defenders that are um, maybe more prone to making a mistake on the ball, even if your presence is there, even if you've just got that pace that puts the fear into them, then you never know what's going to happen. So 
absolutely Sakala on the right hand side uh, for me um, I'm a big fan and I think you need to be careful of that when you say you're a big fan because people just automatically assume that you, he should, you think he should be in the team all the time that's that's absolutely yeah. not the case we know what his pros and, and cons are ideally we want someone that's maybe of a higher consistent quality but in this situation we're in right now it's almost like wartime you just want someone that's going to get in there and, and uh, dig for the next 10, month, 10 days or so uh, and really get going um, we haven't seen anywhere near enough from Ravi Matondo, albeit he hasn't had a run of games. Scott Wright has had runs of games and we haven't seen anything either. So I think bearing in mind what we're looking for or what we think what the fans are looking for is quick wingers, then I think we can discount everyone except those three. And when you yep. get to that point, I think it really needs to be Sakala, certainly for, for the majority of, of this next 10 days. Yeah, uh, Graham. in terms of the, the other positions in the team, uh, uh, I think the, the defence sort of picks itself based on the fact that there's uh, no one else uh, available, really. In that midfield, John Lundstrom obviously comes back in. Um, who do you partner him up at McDermott Park? Uh, Lundstrom couldn't even be required at the centre-half, but... Uh, Lundstrom will come back in, you know, that that's that's a stick on that that's guaranteed. We had Glenn Kamara coming back in uh on yeah what on midweek uh, for the Champions yeah. League game. In terms of what we're looking to do, I would almost like to see possible given that, that same lad last Saturday at, at Ibrox. Although Gio is sometimes reticent, you know, to to almost take the handbrake on uh, I could come down to maybe Stephen Davis uh, or, or Scott Arfield uh, next to, to Lundstrom uh, with, with Tillman uh, ahead of them. Uh, that that depending on the situation with Ben Davies. If Davies is available, uh, that, that would then free uh, for to turn to the midfield. The same combination uh, as, as last Saturday. Uh, Ross there in the comments wants Kamara back again I, I don't yeah. know if, if this is the time to to introduce Kamara from, from the start uh, you know he's just back uh, sometimes Kamara can take a while to run games we simply don't have the time uh, over the next week uh, we don't have much pace in midfield as, as Nigel saying there you know we're badly missing that you know dynamic rangey uh, type of player, uh, you know, it's going to be one of the the tried and Derek. Uh, it's very much a case of the familiar. Uh, so I I'd be surprised if if we didn't see uh, Davis, uh, Stephen Davis or Scott Arfield in there uh, on on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I wanted to touch on the striker role, uh, Adam, because. Uh, Antonio Cholak has been the main man for Rangers domestically. I think he's been a, a terrific acquisition. Uh, uh, the downside is Alfredo Morelos looks at a shadow of the player um, he, he, he has been uh, at Rangers. Uh, I think his miss against Ajax in midweek sort of sums up uh, his season uh, at the moment. Um, does he recover from this? Uh, what do you think the issue is with Morelos? Has he ch- mentally checked out? Um, what, what's going on? Um, it's a very complex one. Um, I don't know. I mean, without slaughtering anyone I'm, I'm sure we know there's been very there's been various bouts of indiscretion attitude disciplinary over over the period so it's really difficult to tell whether it is just just that again or not he certainly for me isn't working as hard um 
in the rare moments that he gets on on the park, there is a school of thought that he needs to be playing games to get as sharp as as he possibly can be. And obviously, we're not getting that at the minute um, because of how Cholak has been playing. Cholak has only scored one goal in his, his last six games, so technically he's not doing as great now. Although when you've seen against Aberdeen, his link up play etc. was um, was really really good, and he was offering quite a quite a bit there. So um, I think it's maybe a, a double edged sword. We've finally got someone who can at least offer a viable alternative to Morelos, so he's maybe not getting the games if he's not looking as sharp, whereas before we'd maybe just throw him in and he would get up to speed that way um, and persevere. So I don't know whether it is a, a checked out thing. I'd be I'd be amazed personally if there's a new contract um, now. Um, yeah. We've made the discussion of over and heart and hand before. Would you give um, Morelos a four-year contract on whatever it is, 30, 40 grand a year, this version of him right now, how he's been consistently for three years now. He's had some high couples of weeks or a couple of months, but consistently, would you? Is that a sound financial investment? Is it just trying to retain the value um, that you would do it for? So there's a whole big thing there that I'd imagine Ross Wilson, etc., are are currently weighing up. And do we actually want this contract? Never mind, are we going to lose Morelos on a free? So very, very complicated, uh, I think. But overall, for me, um, I'm not sure there's any debate that um, all being well, it should be Cholak for all three of these games, to be honest. Yeah, and what, what's your take on, uh, there was a talk a few weeks ago about playing both Cholak and Morelos. I don't think we're going to see it unless Rangers are chasing a game. And even then, uh, I doubt we're going to see it. Where do you stand on that? Would you like to see it happen? Uh, I would I would have. Um, I, I was talking about it maybe three months ago um, as a potential option. However, um, it would need to be Morelos off that right hand side. Uh, mm. I guess for me, it, it wouldn't. I don't think it would work if it was just a sort of straight two, um, or Morelos playing in the number ten, for example. It probably need to be Morelos off that right hand side, but um, I would prefer uh, the wingers. So I'd prefer Sakala and Kent, I guess, with one of them up top just now, based on how things went against Hearts and Mirren, Aberdeen. I'd be looking to build on on that rather than making any more. Uh, yeah. tactical changes because Van Bronckhorst has made a lot of them and, and consistency I think is something that, that we need so if we've cracked something there then I'd probably prefer that overall but the logic of it we don't score enough goals let's get goal scorers in uh, is absolutely sound um, I'm just not sure now is the time to do it and like you said I think we've only seen it against Livingston when it was Cholak, Morelos and Roof all got thrown on to try and get um, try and get the goals I'm not sure we'll see it from the start and when asked about it in midweek Van Bronckhorst was very <laughs> very abrupt in terms of whether we would see it against Ajax, which is fair enough, but I don't think we'll see it from the start um, in the next few, few games. Yeah, Graham, what, what's your feelings on, on, on Morelos at the, this moment in time? Um, can he come back? And, and uh, I mean, I remember this time last season he was struggling, wasn't he? And Gio comes in and, and, and he gets a bit of a bounce off him. Uh, he plays him more central as opposed to uh, what Gerard was doing was bringing him uh, much deeper. Um, how does Morelos improve from the position he's at at the moment? Uh, it's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> I just that miss in the wickets. Horrific, yeah. At this level, it, it, it shouldn't be happening. Uh, so, I just it's just despondence. We know the player Morelos has been the player. Uh, the you know both of them just aren't firing at, at present. 
you know, we, we don't know the full extent of what's going on in the background. Like the club and certainly in terms of his contract status, you know, that, that's probably, it will be on four at Ibrox. We've seen it with, with other players. I just hope somehow, you know, we get a bunch uh, after the World Cup uh, with, with the players. January is going to be, you know, uh, an intriguing mad month uh, with big question marks over the likes of Morelos and Kent. They're just saying nine, ten players heading out of contract at the end of the season. Uh, you know, that that's another big issue uh, for the, the football department under Ross Wilson. In terms of where we're at uh, with the squad, uh, I don't know. I, I can't see, you know, magically uh, the Morelos that we all know and love bursting into life over this last week. You know, I would be happy with a couple of goals, certainly a few between him and Cholak to get the business done over the next week. But it's just a case of getting over this line over the next week with, with the nine points banked and then we can take stock. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, Adam, before we before we wrap up, uh, score prediction on Sunday. I know you're going up to McDermott Park. Lucky you. Um, from from it's, an early, yep. it's an early kickoff. Let's hope that, that Rangers don't have one of those uh, dozy first halves as they've uh, had uh, had before historically. Um, how are Rangers going to perform? Are they only get come back down the road with, with three points? I don't think there's any doubt that we absolutely need to. Um, I'm going to try. I'm going to be positive about it. I'm, I'm going to think that we're we're going to get the energy that we got last last Saturday, um, and I'm going to go for. Again, depending who plays defence, etc. I'm not too sure how it will work out, but I'm going to go for three-one Rangers. Yeah, I'm happy. I'd bite your hand off for that. What about you, Graham? Back in that. I think we've lost Graham there. Uh, we can yeah, see you, but we can't hear you, Graham. He's frozen. Yeah, he is. He is certainly frozen. Um, well, are you there? I need to put fifty pence in. in yes, the thank you, Graham. Yeah, you just you just picking up. And, uh, I'm just going to go for the. <laughs> I'm just going to go for the blind faith option and go for. Uh, 3-0 Rangers. 3-0 uh, Rangers, I just hope okay. that something clicks uh, on the day. Uh, so that, that, that'll do it. I don't want to, I don't want to face any any negativity just now on, on a Friday morning. Uh, so, yeah, let, let's, let, let's go with that. Fantastic stuff. Uh, well, we got there in the end, Graham. So uh, everyone was on tenterhooks about hearing your prediction, but uh, we, we got it in the end. Um, thanks to everyone for interacting with, with the show as ever. Oh, just uh, just before we go, Adam, um, Christmas is coming up. Of course, you've got a, a fantastic book out uh, when Rangers were blowing teams away uh, not too long ago, uh, the Stephen Gerrard, uh, Gerrard blueprint. Uh, can you tell us how people can go and Get a copy before uh, Santa comes down the chimneys. Yes, they absolutely can. Um, it has been out for uh, what we're at now two two months or so. Um, blown away by the reaction. So thank you all um, for anyone who's listening who who has bought one. Really much appreciated. 
Um, you can get them on heartandhand.co.uk forward slash Gerard's Blueprint. Um, and as Derek said, I'll get them out um, same day, pretty much. Um, I've got a big batch here for Christmas, so um, if you can help me out by shifting those, that'd be very much appreciated. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Um, okay, folks, that'll do us there. Thank you to Adam uh, and to uh, Graham. Uh, we'll be back again. Remember, all the, the build-up to uh, the game on Sunday, um, we'll have uh, Joshua there in Perth for us, so uh, we'll have all the, the, the usual uh, pre-match and post-match uh, videos, and then I'll be back again on Monday uh, to reflect on hopefully what is a Rangers victory in the league. Um, so until then, uh, enjoy the rest of your Friday and your weekend.